Hello, funky listeners. We have another special episode of Funk Radio for you today. Yeah. So, get your ear holes open and ready. <laughs> We're about to slide some funk down in them. Oh, God. <laughs> that sounds like less less like an earworm and more like I'm sticking my penis in your ear. Somehow this is still not as bad as our last intro, <laughs> which is about three minutes talking about farts. <laughs> This, so yeah, this is your host, Peter. And if you haven't guessed, this is your host, Kyle. Yeah. Since we realized that we're bad at math, and uh, it's still February, we only initially planned uh, four episodes of our Black History Month mini-series thing. Yeah. At first, we're like, okay, well, we got to do a fifth episode. But then, you know, in my myriad of Googling on the internets, um, I discovered something far greater than any... Uh, black history icon we could have ever talked about um so for this very special fifth episode we are going to be talking about shack history month with shaquille o'neal that's true um and a lot of people might be wondering why are we talking about shaquille o'neal what did he do well aside from all the obvious things that he did um he also had a short-lived rap career for about eight years or so <laughs> i like that that's short-lived <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's well. That's I mean, pretty decent in terms of how long he's been doing other things. That's short. Yeah, yeah, true. I, I'm trying to remember what the years were. I think like '93 to 1993 to 2001. Um, but yeah, I, I certainly never imagined that he had any kind of musical career. Um, Kyle, you you actually found this somehow. I don't remember. Were um, you looking for it specifically? No, I think this was way back when uh, we were doing. We were doing an episode about something about rap. I think it was the episode um, about the different songs that use that same line from the uh, Slick Rick song, Lottie Dottie. Oh. Remember we had like a short episode on that? Yeah. In doing research on that, somehow I stumbled upon a Shaq rap song. And I was uh. like, what? <laughs> and then I just, you know, in YouTube typed in Shaquille O'Neal and got like way too many music videos. <laughs> And I was like, oh my god, this is awesome. And I showed you. So then we are, mm. are like, okay, we at some point we totally have to do an episode on this. And we're just now getting around to it because Black History Month kind of took over. I feel like you told me about this like right before February started. And we were like, yeah, shit, we gotta, exactly. we gotta wait the whole month to do yeah. our mini-series it's like, first. It, it's like, <laughs> I know this is going to sound terrible. It's like we have to wait and eat dessert after we eat our dinner. Yeah. We have to talk about the important things, and then we can just talk about complete lunacy. Well, see, the, the Black History Month thing was, was the main course, and it was actually, I, I thought we did a really good job. No, I, I, le- I learned yeah. a lot that, it, I learned a lot that even, you know, it, the fact that of what they covered in my poultry history classes in school didn't even, you know, touch on, so yeah. I hope it was educational for you guys as it was for us. Yeah, and that was that was the savory main course, but now we're getting to, like, yeah. our, and now our, us- our childish... Um, and now let us learn you about some Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> with dessert. Now we get to scarf it. Yeah, exactly. I'm just imagining like a sundae or like an ice cream cone, but like the ice cream is shaped in Shaq's head. But it still has like that little like whip, like little tiny dip part on top. <laughs> now, is you know it actually the size of Shaq's head? <laughs> no. So it's like a family size a sundae? <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine. <laughs> I imagine it like Dairy Queen. It was like a family sitting around a booth, and they just bring out this giant Sunday, but it's like just Shaq's head disembodied, covered in ice cream, <laughs> and, 
and he's like, he's like, I'm really cold. <laughs> oh my god! Dairy Queen, if you're hiring, uh, Kyle will send you his resume. Yeah, I, I'm I'm good at coming up with commercial ideas. I'm good. At, I'm good at advertising. Apparently. Um, so where do you want to start with this? Uh, I guess probably his first album is the natural yeah. place to start. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I hate to call Shaquille O'Neal the M. Night Shyamalan of music, but um, in looking at his albums that he produced and the sales of those albums and obviously their accolades that came with them, basically he topped out on his first album. His first album basically was The Sixth Sense. <laughs> And it just kind of went downhill from there. Yeah, that's kind of the sense that I got when I was listening to some some of his stuff throughout this week. Um, and his first album, by the way, listeners, is called Shaq Diesel, which I think is a pretty fucking awesome name. I'm pretty sure that he needs to be turned into like a Transformer diesel truck. <laughs> that just transforms into Shaq. That, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was released in October of 1993. And I think, like you said, this was the most popular of, I think he did four albums, mm-hmm. not including like compilations or whatever. And he had a couple of singles from this one. So there was, I know I got skills, which is more or less the first track on the album. I'm outstanding, I guess was the other one. Yeah. And then later on in the album is what's up doc can we rock, which oh yeah, probably his biggest, but we'll, we'll, we'll hit him in order. Okay. Um, so yeah, as Peter said, the first one is I Know I Got Skills. Now this is the first song off the album, so this kind of dips you into the world of Shaq. See, I, I still th- I'm still thinking ice cream. <laughs> Just dipping Shaq's head into like a cotton candy machine. <laughs> he comes out with like a pink afro. We gotta get your mind so, off, sugar, Kyle. So yeah, this is... Uh, this was actually the first single released from his debut album, Shaq Diesel, uh, and it saw its official release in September of 93, produced by Def Jeff and Meech Wells. Now, Def Jeff, that's an awesome name. Hopefully, he's not actually Def. Um, he kind of raps like he is. I'm kidding. <laughs> that's ter- I'm kidding. That's terrible. So he has like the, the I don't know, no. that speech thing. No, I wasn't going that direction. Okay, oh, I was like, Peter, that's probably worse I than meant, most I meant lyrically. But... Okay. That's terrible. Oh, man. Okay. Um, so, I don't really have any... Because you were mentioning a lot of his songs have notable music videos. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think this one was that notable. I mean, he was basically he's basically just standing on a platform surrounded by a bunch of people while he raps about himself. That's pretty much every rap video, Peter. Yeah, but I mean, there's nothing really to say about that one. Uh, yeah, to yeah, me, yeah. to me, the gold in this is the lyrics. Would uh, you like to recite some? I, I, yeah, I have it up because I I tried when I was listening to his music, expecting a lot of his lyrics to be iffy, um, to be super deep. Yeah, so I uh, I tried to read along with the lyrics to at least a few of the songs, and um, they did not disappoint. Uh, let me see. What- I dribble rhymes like basketballums. People call me E.T. Extra tallums. You better than Shaq Tack fool. Shut up, liar. I lean on the Statue of Liberty when I get tired. Then I'll part. <laughs> A lot of his lyrics about him are about him being super tall. Uh, by the way, to no surprise. 
he's he's the songbird for our generation. There, there's a couple others too. I wanted to see if I can find him. You can say you can say something else in the meantime while I look for something. I don't else. think there really is much else to say from for this particular song. Oh, here's another one I really like. Um, I got a hand that'll rock your cradle, cream you like cheese, spread you on my bagel. My Ford Explorer booming with the trunk of funk. All you jealous punks can't stop my dunks. Brilliant. The, okay, I guess here is actually a, uh, an interesting fact about this song. So as I said before, this this single came out in September 7th. By okay. December 21st of that year, it had already reached gold and sold 500,000 copies. In two weeks? No, in like You, you said September? Mo- no, December 21st. Oh. So like oh, three oh. months? Okay. Two, three months. I thought you meant it took in two weeks it went cold. I was like, holy oh. shit. <laughs> no, no. He's not he's not Michael Jackson. Oh boy. Um, that's cool though. Yeah, so it it this song, despite us making fun of its lyrics, was popular in nineteen ninety-three. Hmm. Wow. And it was also sampled in um in the song It's My Thing by Main Source. That's cool. Oh this oh I'm dumb. The song itself sampled uh It's My Thing by EPMD and the song The Large Professor by the main source. Because I was like, wait, main source is like a soul group. Hmm. So, on top of having Shaquille O'Neal, it also sampled some soul stuff, which is pretty awesome. Hmm. Okay. I don't think we've ever talked about the main source on this uh, on this show, I have we? I think so. They're fairly minor, but they got some good stuff. Hmm. Okay. They were big in the 80s. Well, we should listen to a clip of I Know oh, I yes. Got Skills by Shaq. Oh, yes, we should. Featuring and Def while we do that, While we do that, I'm going to go get a Shaq-sized Dairy Queen. <laughs> so now you listeners have heard a little bit of uh, the skills of Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, he's got skills. So yeah, that is like I said the uh, the opening of his album Shaq Diesel. Have you noticed and that in lyrically, like in a lot of these songs, he seems to be referring to himself as Shaq Attack. I hear that a lot, at least in the first album. I know that that term was coined when he was playing basketball. Mm-hmm. When he would get, like go hard on defense or whatever, they, it's like, oh, it's the Shaq. It's attack. the Shaq Attack. And so then apparently he adopted that mantra as his actual name. Yeah, he's well, like not. It's weird because like. Like advertising the albums, they didn't refer to him as that, but most of the time in the songs, they call him Shack Attack. Amazing. Pretty cool. <laughs> the second song in the album, uh, it's I'm Outstanding, because he, he not only does he have skills, he's also outstanding. Uh, <laughs> this, this, is a, this is a great song. I was going to say, all the, all the song titles on this album are just like Shaq trying to motivate himself, like... Like in the morning, in in the mirror, he just recites the list of songs. <laughs> he's like, he looks in the mirror. He's like, I know I got skills. I'm outstanding. Uh, I hate I hate to brag. I was, yeah, outstanding. I'm outstanding is a. I wouldn't say it's a funny song, but it's it's entertaining. It's pretty awesome. Um, it's it seems to be about kind of his rise to fame from his childhood into quote. Didn't live in Bel Air like the Fresh Prince. Times are hard, times are rough. Didn't have Toys R Us toys, but I had enough love. Plus the guidance from above. To go to the park, sweat and push and shove. Maybe then for a dunk, like you told me. Then there were a few times when Dad had to scold me. 
etc. <laughs> I just imagine like whoever they got to play like the child version of him is just like the same height as him. <laughs> and his dad's like like two feet shorter than him. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, um it begins with when he's, you know, a child and he's growing up in a not so good neighborhood and then he learns to play basketball and then he rises to fame playing actual basketball stuff like that yeah and what's what's even better about the song is that um it samples the song outstanding by the jap by the jap band <laughs> the japanese cover band of the gap band no um terrible. that's fine by the gap band because i can read um as well as the song the big payback by james brown which is i think that's off of that uh black exploitation album he did no oh, talking about um Maybe it was the big payback? <laughs> no, it was... I'm trying to think. It was, well, there was Black Caesar, but didn't he also... Was was The Boss the name of a song or the name of the album or slash movie? Because I remember The Boss being something. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Black Caesar was the album, and The Boss was just one of the songs from that. For some reason, I was remembering there is, that. There, there's, a, there's an album he came out with after that. I think it might have been the sequel to Black Caesar called The Payback. And I think that's off that album. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that was uh, the weird thing about black exploitation movies is that a lot of the times it wouldn't be like movie name two. It would be yeah, a completely would, different name. Because just a lot of the time to star the same character, exactly. But a lot of the time too, it wouldn't it would be the same character but like different actors. Well, probably because the whatever <laughs> whoever whoever played them first was like, fuck no, I don't want to do that again. Yeah, so you get a lot of movies that are like sort of sequels, but not really. Yeah, I, I that is weird. I think Foxy Brown and Coffee were a similar thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, not that's, relevant. That's, it's black exploitation is always relevant. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm outstanding. I think we should play a little clip of it so that you too can feel outstanding. Now let's skip to the time when I was 15. Shackers in the house, no shackers on the scene. Now my name's a papers. Girls called the papers. Kids look up to me like a skyscraper. Now a role model. I'm in a role figure. I love the face he's making on the cover of the single. Like, it, <laughs> yeah. It looks like he's both like, I'm outstanding, but at the scenario he's like, I really got a shit. <laughs> um, I mean, that, that might have been the direction that they gave him and they were doing the photo shoot. <laughs> Terrible. Or maybe he was just really uncomfortable leaning down that low. He's like, oh, my back. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, anything else worth saying about this? I think some of, some of these songs, it's hard to say a lot about them be just because it, it's not it, they like... Have to be, yeah, they have to be experienced. It's, it, there's not a lot you can talk about other than just listening to them in, their, in all their glory. Yeah, and it's it's not like they have a whole lot of cultural significance either, and they were really popular songs. So you know, when I we we deal with this a lot on the show, where a song that we you know is relevant to the conversation but not really well known. What are you talking about, say. Peter? This is Shaq History Week. Sha- well, <laughs> he is relevant I mean, to, the, okay. to the Shaq History movement. <laughs> okay, he's he's he started Shaq Lives Matter. God. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep writing everything with Shaq. There's so many hashtags. I want to start with this, but we would probably <laughs> hashtag Shaq beat. Lives Matter. We would be killed by everybody. <laughs> Pretty much. No, we're not gonna do that. Yeah, not uh, just 
just to iterate, not that I'm minimizing Black Lives Matter at all. I just really like the fact that Shaq rhymes with black. <laughs> well, they, I mean, lyrically they do as well in many of these yeah. songs. Oh, I'm sure. So moving on from all that into something not as terrible. Um, you wanted to talk about the song What's Up Doc from this album. Yeah, well. yeah. This this one is probably one of the better, and I think this was actually the first search that came up on YouTube that exposed me to Shaq. Was oh, okay. this song What's Up Doc Can We Rock? Now this one is definitely one of the better music videos. I don't know if I saw the video for this one. It looks like it's on the set of Kazam, actually. <laughs> but um, he like shot Kazam and then shot this wall on set. I will, we will cover Kazam. Oh, don't you worry. Um, but I wanted to hit up on this first. Okay. So this whole breakdown of the song is kind of weird because it's from Shaq's album Shaq Diesel, but it was more so put forth and led by the group uh, Foo... I totally misspelled it. Uh, hold on. Foo Shinkins? Probably totally saying that wrong. Um, okay. And it, that, it was originally on... Wait, it's not, it's not Fuji Jenkins? <laughs> no. Uh, this is listeners kyle was experimenting with the uh microphone feature of google docs yeah when google we were doing docs research. Has, has a new microphone feature where you can orally dictate what you type and i was like oh my god this is awesome so in us doing research i was just saying everything and because of my awesome voice it completely misspelled fushenkins as fuji jenkins which is a way better name by the way <laughs> oh I, I just noticed you know, from my end, obviously we weren't talking through Skype or anything. I just saw that document going, and there's all these words coming up that didn't make any sense. <laughs> Kyle's trying to do, write stuff in our little. Document. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's actually any faster because I have to go back through and correct all of the mishearings. But uh, it, it was actually better than I thought it was. It got like ninety-five percent of my words, <laughs> but then the ones that didn't just turned it into an awesome Mad Lib. <laughs> This song. So who was, was the from, who was the artist again? I'm sorry. The, it was not yeah, Fuji Jenkins. <laughs> oh my god! I really want to start a restaurant called Fuji Jenkins now, where that serves like Japanese food, but only to old people because it's like Mr. Jenkins. So um, sorry. Yeah, this, this <laughs> we should song, we should maybe, maybe maybe we should eat lunch before the show. I'm sorry. I'm hungry. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this song was by the the group Foo Schnickens, which is S-C-H-N-I-C-K-E-N-S. Okay. Really weird. Um, and this was actually supposed to be on their second and final studio album, Nervous Breakdown. Um, the song originally wasn't supposed to feature Shaquille at all. The original oh. title of the song was What's Up Doc, and they wanted to get a sample of Bugs Bunny saying that line. Okay. But they couldn't get clearance for the sample from Warner Brothers. <laughs> So that version was never released. But um, at this time when the song was out, Shaquille O'Neal was rising up in, you know, the basketball world. And in some interview or whatever, he'd mentioned that he likes rap and one of his favorite rap groups is Foo Schnickens. Hmm. So they got him to basically do a, uh, a verse in the song, including the spoken line, What's up, Doc? To replace the original Bugs Bunny sample. Um, Got it. And everybody and knows that Shaq has the same voice as Bugs Bunny. Completely. And so, because of the popul the popularity of Shaq at the time, although the group had not finished recording the rest of the songs for their album Nervous Breakdown, 
they, they quickly released the song to capitalize on Shaq's popularity. Mm. Okay. So that's why it kind of, despite it being a Fushnikin song, ended up kind of becoming more incorporated into Shaquille O'Neal's discography and also ended up on his album. Huh. So. Okay. Yeah, it weird, right? The song when it came out, because it came out in the summer, was a top 40 hit for the summer. Um, hmm. That's Which br- okay. briefly, pr- briefly prepared, yeah, I can talk. It briefly propelled them to... Uh, you know, mainstream notoriety, I guess. Hmm. And the the album Nervous Breakdown was released over a year later from that release, which also featured the song. So basically, oh, okay. Shaq kind of, I don't, I don't want to say he stole the song, but, you know, they released the song so quickly to capitalize on his success, that catapulted his amazing rap career uh, to where he created an entire album had that song on the album, and then their album came out after the fact. Oh, so his album was kind of spurred by this song? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. This is one of the few songs with an interesting enough background that there's actually something to be said about it other than, yeah, it's Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, as opposed to what I was saying a few minutes ago. Yeah, because of his collaboration with uh, Fushnikins and the whole, I guess not controversy, but the whole mix-up with uh, the rights to What's Up Doc and... Mm. All of this, all of this being said, it's it's funny that this song came out three years before Space Jam, <laughs> and you know that was the whole Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny and all that shit. So the '90s are really the decade of basketball and Looney Tunes, pretty much. Yeah, Looney Tunes were really big in the '90s for some reason. Like I remember even um, I forgot what I was I was watching. It was like a documentary on like urban fashion in the '90s. Hmm. You know, like based. And basically what a lot of black entertainers from that period kind of created different fashion trends. And I remember there was a big trend with Looney Tunes. And they all had, like, Looney, different Looney Tunes, like, sewn, patches and stuff sewn onto, like, their jackets and stuff. It was really weird. Huh. Yeah. Well, while we think about that. Let's listen to a little clip of uh, What's Up, Doc? Can we rock? Okay. Can we rock, Peter? Can we? Let's find out. You can catch a quick job for trying to take the six spots of tick tock around the clock and shot while we lick shots. For goodness sakes, the stakes is high. I'm out. You out? ABC, ya. Bye. Carry Rock. What's up, Doc? Carry Rock. What's up, Doc? No, it's, um, it's funny hearing all that background that you were just talking about with um, this essentially being by a different group. Uh, because while listening to this album, I kind of mentally noted that this one didn't really feel like a Shaq song at all because I don't really know if he's really in it very much if at all i think he has like one verse yeah he has like one verse so it's it's mostly other people so i was thinking like this is weird that this song is on here when it's not really him very much Mm -hmm. and obviously now we have an explanation as to why because it more or less wasn't a shack song (laughs) yeah this was almost like just another song featuring shack as opposed to another out his other songs yeah yeah um so yeah that was What's up, Doc? This was uh, one of the last songs on his Shaq Diesel album. Um, now, not to be topped by Shaq Diesel, um, a couple years later, he released a second album, which has an even better name. I'm uh, totally... Shaq Fu, oh, yeah. The Return. Oh, no, Shaq Fu, Del Return. Yeah, Del Return, which sounds like an amazing kung fu movie involving Shaq, which I would completely watch. Well, wasn't Shaq Fu a video game? 
or something. I totally, I, I was just going to say, I totally remember seeing like a demo of that, but I don't know if it was supposed to end up being a real game or it was just a joke. I kind of want to research this now. No, it's, I saw yeah, here I have it. Shaq Fu is a 2D fighting game initially released for the Sega Mega Drive slash Genesis and Super Nintendo in 1994. But, but weren't they gonna? I thought the, that was the whole thing. Was the one we saw was like a completely three D rendered version. So I thought they were coming out with like a sequel. Oh, oh, okay. Well, oh no, here we go. Shaq Fu was met with mixed responses from critics upon release, though it has since come to be considered one of the worst video games of all time. A sequel, Shaq Fu: A Legend Reborn, is in development. That's right, because I think this was um, on an, like Indigo or Kickstarter yeah, it's, it's or on Indiegogo, and they released. And they, Sorry, I keep interrupting. No, you're good. They so far, okay. It ended a while back, but they re, they raised four hundred fifty eight thousand dollars, and their goal wow. was four hundred fifty. So they made it. Yeah. So I guess it's how long? How long ago was this? Like, should they have released the game by now, or is it just? Um, it's not telling me when it. And I'm on the Indiegogo page. But if you have six friends with $3,600 each, then you can go group together for an awesome perk, which is dinner with Shaq. Dude. Holy shit. With Shaq. I can't believe we missed this. The $15,000 perk was balling at Shaq's Shaq. Five fans get to bring a guest to Shaq's house for lunch and a game of pickup basketball in Shaq's gym to be broadcast online. The perk I do like is that for, I believe, $100... You could get a golden Shaq Fu uh, Super Nintendo cartridge signed by Shaq. That's amazing. Sadly, I don't know where the development is of this uh, Shaq Fu sequel, but I'm eagerly awaiting it. So Apparently they the... released a trailer uh, in December. So it's I want gameplay, man. As of a couple months ago, it's still going. <laughs> so yeah, you listeners can eagerly await that game to come out as well. Speaking of nothing to do with that, the the album we were originally talking about, oh, yeah. Shaq Fu The Return, um, <laughs> terrible, Do Return, I'm sorry, I cannot, I cannot type, um, one of the songs that I wanted to cover on it was the song No Hook, which I believe is the first song on the album? Yeah. Yes. Um, the reason I wanted to cover the song is it's produced by RZA and features RZA and Method Man who are from the rap supergroup, the Wu-Tang Clan. I actually oh, enjoy the okay. Wu-Tang Clan, so therefore I enjoyed this song more than most. Um, I didn't recognize the name Method Man or RZA. Yeah. Okay. The, the the video for the song is nothing super special. It's kind of weird. I think there's a point where Shaq's wearing like like diamond grills, but it looks like vampire teeth. It's that Yeah, the video is kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It's Shaq is a vampire, so that's kind of scary. Because he would dunk on you and then dunk your blood. I don't know. Um, <laughs> terrible. I just imagine Shaq as a vampire grabbing someone's head, lift, going up to dunk, and then like slamming their jugular on the rim of the basket. Oh, God. Thus ripping it open so he can drink the blood as it rains down from the backboard. <laughs> it's very vivid. <laughs> this is very vivid. I... <laughs> Oh man, yeah, American Horror Story, call me. So yeah, um, No Hook 
done by Method Man and RZA. Now, RZA and Method Man, and I believe Red Man as well, did a couple songs on this album, but there was other fairly famous rap producers as well, including Warren G. Uh, I don't know if we've ever talked about him on, because he's kind of a, he's just a West Coast rapper. He was big during the same time as like Snoop Dogg and stuff. Hmm. So, yay. Uh, he's also the stepbrother of rapper and producer Dr. J. Well, that explains everything. Um, yeah, he was featured on a lot of Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre stuff. So, yay. Cool. Um, as before, not much to really say well, about this song. You you were saying that you really like this song. Um, in contrast, this is where I started to be like, okay, I'm done listening to this stuff. Uh, I really I really do not care for this song. Um, I... I simply like it because I like RZA and Method Man. I know they, they're really weird and they have like really kind of different rap voices, rap mm. methods, I guess. Uh, so when I heard this, I immediately recognized, I'm like, oh shit, this is Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so I think that alone kind of made me enjoy it more than most because I enjoy the Wu-Tang Clan. It, they're not for everyone. They're very weird rappers, mm. especially uh, Old Dirty Bastard. If you look him up, holy shit, <laughs> he's really weird. Uh, he's dead, I think, but yeah, he's oh. weird. Well, he was weird, then. Yes. Um, so yeah, I, I listened to Shaq Diesel, like, maybe four or five times all the way through this week. Um, and and then I tried got, to hang I, yourself. I tried to get to this album. And it, actually, that you know, that album overall, I would, you know, we're, we're making fun of Shaq through all this, but at the same time, it's not so terrible that I couldn't listen to it. I, I, I kind of enjoyed it. To a certain hey, extent. that al- that album went platinum. It sold eight hundred thousand copies. Yeah. So obviously, pe- someone thought it was good. <laughs> now, in contrast, for me, the second album, I only got through maybe the first four songs, and I had to stop. Oh. Um, and then after that, I kind of jumped around a bit with the other albums as well. But yeah, that's the first one is the only one I listened all the way through. Um, yeah. So should we listen to uh, to No Hook? I think we should. Jack's on a track with the black up, puzzle up, like a slugger, 40 ounce guzzler, the gold nugget veins, my toes, it's not so chakra, veins. Fluid from your brain get drained, but the armor you now have become stained, ice cold, like the winter. So yeah, the song is kind of nonsensical, like even RZA's lyrics are completely nonsensical, they're like <laughs> rapping about Eskimos and shit, <laughs> but uh... Uh, that's unfortunately that some of the nonsense lyrics are just kind of a Wu Tang Clan thing. So it's it's mm. you know, if you don't know the Wu Tang Clan does that, you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess lyrically and um, stylistically, generally, it just, it didn't hook me. Pun it, it intended. Jive. Fun fact: the the label is named Jive Records. Oh. That's cool. Um, so yeah, this the song No Hook was the second single released from this uh, album in February 95. The first single is the song Biological Didn't Bother, which I know you wanted to talk about. Yeah, um, this is one I actually did quite enjoy from this album. I think it's kind of the only song I did enjoy from this album. And the music video is, I mean, it's not... Pretty awesome. It, it's it's pretty good. It's not, like, hugely special, but it tells the story well. Um, basically, this song chronicles um, Shaq's upbringing as a child, Um and how his, when he, I don't remember what the age actually, I'm going to build up the lyrics anyway, so let me look. Um, but his dad walked out on them when he was, oh, I guess he says he was a few months old. I'm trying to remember if he had sisters or not, but.
but he I actually I think it was just him and his mom. Um so they were they were left alone. They had to, you know, make it and she had to raise him on her own. Um and eventually she met this other guy and she was like, Well, if you want to be with me, you have to, you know, accept Shaq into your life as well, for lack of better terminology. <laughs> He's like Jesus. <laughs> Shaq is love, Shaq is life. Yeah. Um and so basically this whole song is an appreciation to his sept- stepdad whose name was um, Philip Arthur Harrison because he actually took the time to like love him and raise him. Even if he was tough, sometimes he still, you know, did a good job of raising Shaq into the man he, he became. I think he fed him a little too much. <laughs> sure. So, so the whole, the whole idea with, with the title of the song as well is basically he considers Phil to be his real father um, because quote, his biological didn't bother. I wonder if his biological father is just like, oh, fuck, because Shaq's like a millionaire now. Um, He actually addresses that in the song, I think. Oh, it sounds like he asked him for money or something. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if... I don't I don't think it's in the song, but I know I read about it, and there was a quote by him I wanted to read. Maybe, but now I can't find it, and I'm sad. So maybe it wasn't a quote, maybe it was the lyrics. I don't, I'm doing a terrible job at this, listeners. It's okay. I do want to read some lyrics from this, but yeah, you're right. Um, His biological dad did show up at some point asking for money and was like hey you're rich now give me money and Shaq was basically like screw you you're not my real dad <laughs> and then slams it over his face like a like a 12 year old kid yeah you're not my real dad let me see, let me read if, let me jump around the lyrics a little bit um biological father left me in the cold when a few months old as a father's child is greater than gold but i guess not you brought me into the world but you're not my dad mess around with those drugs make my mom sad and he seems to use the word mom's plural a lot in his songs um also he shouts out to his mom in like every other song listeners he's a he, he loves his mama he's a mama's That's boy good. until philip harrison walked through the door went out a few times but what about shaquille mom's offered him a million dollar package deal she said you want me, you gotta take my son, or else it's like a hot dog, but without the bun. <laughs> when I heard that in the song, I busted out laughing. Oh my god, that's awesome. I just imagine Shaq is a bun now. <laughs> guess what he guess what he accepted? Responsibility. He never left it. He kept it, he kept it. He took me from a boy to a man, so Phil's my father, because my biological didn't bother. So it's a song about basically yet another case of uh biological father walking out on their family yeah and then the, the, the second verse kind of goes into how i guess phil was kind of a strict guy to some extent um but shaq respects him for that because it helped mm-hmm. him like learn to be responsible and become a man basically mm-hmm. um i could read more if you want but maybe i'll just let you listen to hear it i was gonna say i think we should just hear more yeah I think Shaq could do it much better than I can. Went out a few times, but what about your kill? Mom offered him a million dollar package deal. She said, you want me, you gotta take my son. Or else it's like a hot dog, but without the bun. Guess what? He accepted. Responsibility, he never left it. He kept it. I think at this point, because I think this album came out around 95 or 96. Uh, oh, yeah. Did you want to talk about his uh, film career? It's... It's time to talk about Kazam. All right. Yes. So yeah, uh, this. Oh, I'm sorry. Shaq came out in '94. 
So yeah, in 1996, Shaq uh, came out with the movie Kazam, which I remember this movie as a kid because when it came out, uh, within like a couple of months or whatever, it was played on the Disney Channel like every week. It's like every day. And for those of you that don't know what Kazam is, it's a movie about a young boy in the hood who's, I think, white, by the way. Um, Hmm. And he discovers a genie who is Shaq uh, for some reason. I need to watch this movie again. I I, I I barely remember this movie either. I don't remember anything about it. I just remember that there's Shaq and he plays basketball and he's a genie. Uh, Apparently he also um, does rap a song in this movie. Oh, that's even better. Um, called We Genie. <laughs> it also includes music by Boys to Men, the Backstreet Boys, and DJ Spinderella. That's amazing. So, uh, yes, it was in the 90s. Now, does We Genie show up on any of his albums after that, or is it separate? Um, well, he... So, okay, so Kazam was in 96. Yep. Um, it was in July of 96. In November, four or five months later, he released his third album, You Can't Stop the Rain, uh, I don't think We Genie is on here. That's and the only other option would be on his fourth and final album, Respect, two years later. But I don't think it's on that either. So, Kitty's upset with that. It's one of the uh, the lost jams. Dude, <laughs> the lost jams. Yes, it's the lost apostle of Shaq. <laughs> and after Kazam, because he, you know, had to top himself as far as amazing movies go he released a uh movie the next year called steel <laughs> steel no. we were we both i think remember a bit better because we watched it i think it was on our 21st birthday right yeah because both peter and i have the same birthday so for our 21st since we could legally buy beer we thought it would be fun to go and buy a bunch of beer and then we just hung out at a friend's house and watched this movie <laughs> And we all got drunk watching this, and it was hilarious. Yeah. I couldn't have asked for a better 21st birthday. <laughs> yeah, so that so that movie, Steel, is basically... Uh, what did you say his name was? John Henry Irons is his yeah, name in that which movie. which is the most amazing name ever. He works at a junkyard, and there's a lot of crime going on in that neighborhood or something. And so he makes, <laughs> he makes himself a metal suit of armor and basically becomes Iron Man. But it's Shaq. <laughs> And it's like I don't know. That's that's the only synopsis you need, and it's pretty, pretty amazing. And what what year was that? Ninety seven. Okay. So dang, that was like mid nineties was a good time for Shaq because he had a movie and an album come out in the same year. Then the next year he had another movie come out. Yeah, this movie has a two point seven rating on IMDb out of ten. <laughs> so it's very good. More like twenty point seven. Yeah. Now, do you do you happen to know how all of this lines up with his basketball chronology? Oh, like as far as like his rise to fame in basketball, I have no idea. Yeah. I, remember, I remember the Lakers were big in the nineties, uh, and he but won he was shit. he was part of Miami before that. Though. No, I thought he was with Miami afterwards. Oh, oh, that was after. Oh, yeah, I'm bad at. He stuff. went from Lakers to Miami. Did, oh, that's right. Yeah, did right. decently well with them. And then I think he retired after that. So, oh wow, 96 is a huge fucking year for him. Because he had the movie, he had the album, and he also went from Orlando Magic to the Lakers. Oh, that's right. So he's with the Magic, then the Lakers, then the Heat. Okay. 
and then the Phoenix Suns, and then the Cavaliers, and then the Celtics. Shit, okay. You so he's pa- jumping around. You got passed around like a joint. Like a basketball. Joint. Sure. Like a ba- basketball joint. So did, were, did we lead into this whole tangent from a song? Or, oh, I guess, no. Not, no, not really. Because I just, this is from the movies. I just needed to find time to talk about the movies because they're amazing. So I have one more song written down that I want to talk about. Yeah. But again, there's not really much to say. Um, I will say it's from his third album, which I mentioned a minute ago, uh, called You Can't Stop the Rain. Uh, the song is called Straight Playin', featuring Peter Guns and DJ Quick. I don't know who they are. DJ Nesquick. <laughs> um, interesting. This album features a lot of people, um, including the song Still Can't Stop the Rain, which features Notorious B.I.G. I can dig it. It's pretty big. Um, it's probably pretty close to when he died. Didn't he die in like 98? Let's find out. He died in 97, oh, which is a year after this song. Oh, that's sad. I do like Notorious B.I.G. He's good. Yeah. I think he only has like one or two small verses in that song, though. But Aww. good stuff. Anyway. Oh, yeah. The song, Straight Playing. Um this is probably like my favorite song that I've found by Shaq uh, just because of kind of how funky hip hoppy it is. It is um, very funky. And, you know, take all of our opinions with a grain of salt listeners, because obviously anything by Shaq is probably to rap snobs, you know, like the McDonald's of rap. Yeah. And lyrically, I don't, I don't think there's anything like that stands out to me as being great or terrible. I just like the way it sounds. Cool. And uh, I did note that it sounds extremely similar to uh, to the rap funk group Zap, specifically their song "More Bounce to the Ounce." I felt it felt really similar to that. Yeah, I can I can see that. And so whoever is singing the refrain, I guess the hook, whatever they call it in rap, um, yeah, Peter Guns and or DJ Quick, um, they're using a voice box, which is I guess kind of like zap's signature thing mm-hmm. stylistically and they're kind of electro funk hip-hop so yeah we can cut through the red tape and bust through the fakers keep your eye on big shit and put your money on the lakers i'm guaranteed to do what i repeat i'm guaranteed to bring it to your i like this song yeah it's uh pretty good I uh so we we covered his basketball a little bit some of his childhood his music his movies the man the myth the legend one thing we didn't cover really quick is his propensity for hawking things I mean I don't know if that kind of hurt his rap career at all because I mean I'm sure there's plenty of rappers out there that have hawked you know their own wares or like sold at, sold whatever brands but Shaq is especially proficient at this. Apparently, he appeared in his career, and still does to this day, in over 250 different commercials for different products, um, mm. including Pepsi, Icy Hot, Buick, Nestle Crunch, and Radio Shack, which is kind of funny. <laughs> oh, I think I remember the Radio Shack ones. Yeah, I remember. And, I know. Yeah. I know. Icy Hot. They still show the Icy Hot ones. Oh yeah, because it's there's that really funny one where he's like making that weird face and like shrugging his shoulders weird. Yeah, there was also the, one a couple of years ago. I don't remember what it might have been. 
Chrysler. Buick Some... is Chrysler. So maybe. Uh, maybe. It was only a couple years ago, though. And he That's was in awesome. one of those. And he was like, there's so much space in this car oh, because yeah. it can fit me. It was like a, it was supposed to be like a, like a sort of subcompact Buick or whatever. Or maybe it was a Chrysler. Yeah. And he was like able to fit in it because he's Shaq. And they're like, oh, it's subcompact, but it's so roomy on the inside. It can fit a Shaq. It can fit a Shaq. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm sure there's plenty of rappers that sold their own, you know, so I don't want to say sold out, but, you know, appeared in commercials. I know Nas, uh, pushed Sprite and Ludacris, I think was, uh, in some Pepsi commercials in the early 2000s. If I remember that, <laughs> which is awesome. Mm. He totally should have advertised for, um, um, what are the, what's that? What, what are those candy bars? Crisps, something crisps. Cause he could have been Ludacris. <laughs> Terrible. He actually, um, now that you mentioned this, he does, I'm trying to think what song it is. I was just listening to it like an hour ago. He does mention his Pepsi commercial. Awesome. But I don't. <laughs> Again, like I said, I don't know if Shaq's like prolific commercial career kind of hurt his rap career because he didn't seem super gangster when he's advertising for Icy Hot <laughs> or Buick. But, uh, yeah, I forgot. You had actually come up. You had found an article that was like reasons why Shaq didn't last in the rap game, uh, aside from the obvious reasons, of course. Um, you you said there were some others. I assume this is something from that list, perhaps. Yes. Okay. Was there anything else worth mentioning from that? Apparently, Shaq had a doctorate uh, in education. Oh, that's pretty cool. Is weird. It says basically like you know anyone who gets a doctorate should you know, get some props for surviving the hellscape, you know, of getting a doctorate and, you know, including defending your thesis and all that. Right. But one thing that does not mix is, is, uh, education and rap, which is kind of a mm. terrible way to put it. Huh. Uh, but basically I think him getting his doctorate in education kind of showed that he shifted his priorities away from rap to other things because he was able to do this, in, uh, it says he got his MBA in 2005 and his, his uh, education... He went from NBA to MBA. His education doctorate in 2012. Uh, he got it from Barry University in Miami, Florida. Hmm. So yeah, as he got older, obviously, he fell out of the rap game and he decided, oh shit, I need to actually like have a fallback besides for besides basketball. So he, uh, he got his doctorate in education. Good for him. That's not easy to do. Now I just imagine him teaching school children. <laughs> they redo Kindergarten Cop with Shaq. But he's Shaq. Instead of a cop, it's just Kindergarten Shaq. <laughs> oh my god. I just imagine, like, he's out during recess, and the kids are on, like, the, the monkey bars, and he's, like, so big that literally just his knees are touching the ground, and he's just on the monkey bars. <laughs> oh my god, this is amazing. Or, like, he tries to fit into, like, one of those little kid desks and, like, gets stuck. Oh my god, please Shaq, if, you, if you're hearing this, please make this movie. <laughs> also, we're sorry for everything we said in this episode. I don't think we said too much that was bad. I, I, I'm sure Shaq's the first person to say, like, hey, my rap career probably didn't take off as much as I thought it would. You know, not that he didn't have plenty of other things to fall back on. Right. Actually, uh, yeah, that, that, that brings up a good point, though. I, I do want to say that, like, as far, and I'm probably not the best judge of this, because I don't, I'm not a rap snob, but... 
I feel like what he did do, like it wasn't terrible. It was actually fairly okay. Uh, it could have, it definitely could have been a lot worse. Yes, and he, and you know, there are certain lyrics that I love to laugh at from him, but I, I think he made a, a great attempt at it mm-hmm. for what it was, and um, do love that it exists. Exactly. Certainly. So yeah, we just touched the surface of Shaq's, you know, I guess songs. Uh, we only mentioned like six or seven in here. There's plenty of others. So yeah. if you listeners want to go explore his discography, do his, so at your own risk. His filmography. Yes, and his filmography, of course. Yeah, listen, watch his films while listening to his music, and <laughs> dip yourself into the world of Shaq. Now I want a Shaq, like a... Now, now I want a Shaq cone. <laughs> Okay. I want him to start a restaurant called Shake Shack. Shake Shack. Where he just serves shakes. <laughs> but instead of mixing the ice cream and whatever in a mixer, he just shakes it really hard. <laughs> With a Shack shake. Shake. He has like a huge vat of like the ice cream and like for him to mix it, he just takes a basketball and just continually slams it into the vat of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Splashing all over the people there. <laughs> exactly. He's like, y'all want a dunk shake? (laughs) Slam. Okay, well, it's clear that we should stop talking forever, or at least until next week. Yeah. If you have any uh, favorite songs from Shaq's discography, tell us on Facebook at facebook.com slash getyourfunk. Or you can tell us um, on SoundCloud if you're listening there. You can just really easily comment on this track as you're listening to it. Thanks for listening. Um... We encourage you to go check out more of uh, Shaq's music. Yay. This has been your host, Kyle. And this has been your host, Peter. And happy Shaq week. And happy Shaq history week. <laughs>